Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. everybody patrick bear here and we are back with another episode of flame on we have rolled into the month of july i was about to say january in my brain i was like it's a j month it's a j month no not june and automatically my brain said just say january it'll be fine but it's not january, january. we're not june june no january july uh, july oh god help me it feels like the year is about to we're about to get to the end of the year again this year has gone by so incredibly fast dude you have no idea with with since now i'm working and traveling and everything like like another one of us it's like the summer i'm gonna get deployed again soon and then the summer will be 90 percent over by the time i come back and get ready for my potentially last deployment so it's like my entire summer i've just been (laughs) in puerto rico mostly I mean, which in some in some circles, that's not a bad. Um, it's not a. It's not, not a bad place to spend time. <laughs> I mean, I've got yeah. family down there. You can go say hi to them. <laughs> are Are they anywhere near San Juan? Um, I I probably um, I know that. Oh goodness, I think no, that's the old condo. Yeah, I think I think my my great uncle has a condo. Um, in San Juan or not too far from San Juan. And then uh, my great-grandmother is uh, in a nursing home somewhere by there. Go uh, go by and say hi to her. She's 101. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, go give her a high five. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say, yeah. BJ, your travel is uh, making me a little jealous. Um, at least some of it, not all of it. Uh. <laughs> See, well, well, your travel is making me jealous because, like, Here's the thing. I don't really like the beach and I don't oh. like heat. I need to be somewhere where there's significantly less heat. And actually what's funny is Georgia compared to Florida has been a dream. So when I come when I come back from Puerto Rico and I'm in Georgia, I'm like, this is nice. And one of my coworkers is like, it's like, it's so freaking hot. And I, he's from Maine. So like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's like I, I got depl- I, I've always wanted to get jobs further up north. I get a job further up north, but my deployment is further down south. 
<laughs> and I love when you say further up north and it's Georgia. I know, right? Like, hey. <laughs> you're I like, can... I moved up a state. <laughs> the I coast. Can... I can We're sit outside snobs. in the afternoon and be comfortable. Like, no, I, I mean, know, true. right? I was just in Charlotte, and yeah, in the evening, it was actually not bad. But I will say, I was just in Newport, Rhode Island, and I'm back here in Seattle. Both states were warmer than uh, Newport and I think Charlotte at one point when I was out there. So just because you're further north doesn't mean you're always cooler. This is true. Yeah, I mean, there was a... There was a point, I think in April, when I went to New York for uh, the Darren Hayes concert for a hot minute and uh, and the Sasha Colby crowning. Uh, and New York was warmer than Chicago. And I was like, what is going on here? I don't understand how temperatures work. This is This is ridiculous. Damn you, global warming. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about the weather, although that is a fun... Oh, could we though? Topic. <laughs> <laughs> we want to do a um, microsode all about uh, the weather, and uh, I, I can talk. <laughs> Listen, I'm uh, I'm worried that you're going to hear tornado sirens outside <gasps> of my window here. We are in a tornado watch until uh, another for like another twenty minutes here in Chicago. Oh, wow, Dude, I didn't even yeah. think Chicago got tornadoes. Oh, bitch, we in the Midwest. Where do you think Dorothy goes uh, flying from? I mean, she's in Kansas, but still. <laughs> I've been there no, we, in uh, your apparently... apartment in a bad storm, and I was like, whoa, this is intense. Like, it's, it's yeah, it's electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie, woogie. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah there, there was a tornado that touched down on, on one side of O'Hare. So they have everybody moving to uh, tornado shelter sections in the airport. So, yeah, the storms, uh, the storms today have been crazy. And then I guess apparently tomorrow it's going to go back up to the 80s. So that's uh, the Chicago (laughs) weather. (laughs) One day tornadoes, one day 80 plus degrees. And I wouldn't trade it for Florida. (laughs) 100%. Uh, well, we've been chatting already a couple minutes into this episode, but I don't want to uh, be told that I did not introduce the rest of the panel. So coming to you from uh, coming, just coming back from deployment, getting ready for their, their next deployment, we've got BJ. Hello. And coming back from being in the city of their newest uh, familial relations birth, but apparently not seeing that familial relation. We've got Brian. <laughs> so, funny story. Uh, I was in Charlotte, North Carolina, to see my my newest niece, my, my only niece, born, Aria. Uh, but yes, by the time I flew out, she had been born, but I did not get to see her. Also, can I just say, I love that BJ calls his travel deployment, and I'm sure his agency does too. But it's just funny to me, who's someone who works for the U.S. Navy, that I do not call my... <laughs> Apple deployment <laughs> because if i yeah, did the very sailors true. would laugh at me <laughs> yeah. but i mean but we're both we're both government workers so like allegedly i can't yeah. confirm or deny that uh, no true i just said i work for the u.s Navy. <laughs> <laughs> i just do they really call it deployment though is that like the term they use uh the actual term i think is it's tdy tdy that's what we call ours okay i yeah, just wanted to make sure 
that that okay because i mean i'm just but, like well maybe they call it deployment i don't know but our specific like division and it's so great i can actually talk about my work and i don't have to worry about like my previous job sending a hit squad after me but the way they have it set up is our program we are actually deployed to two states to help with like mitigation efforts and stuff. So, so like our boss and like our, our field, uh, our field manager and stuff, they actually refer to it as a deployment. Yeah. Cause so, you're there for like, not just a few days. Usually it's like a week's it's weeks, right? Yeah. It's like, it's like, I think uh, right now the Puerto Rico one, it's like, a, it's, it's essentially like almost a month at a time. Um, other ones pretty much the same and maybe not like for the entirety of the summer, but other ones, yeah, the, I think there's one in Texas and there's like, I think there's a potential one up in Seattle uh, and it'll be, we'll, we'll just do rotations. So it'll be three weeks at a time. Well, I'm hoping for that Seattle deployment, baby. And I'm hoping <laughs> I'm not in Japan when it happens. <laughs> I'm just imagining BJ on like a, um, a naval like ship just <laughs> leaving port going to puerto rico he's being that, deployed just... that grin on his face as they pull away oh my god <laughs> he's like i'm on a ship full of semen and this uh, is what i love <laughs> the sadness on my face as they pull out why don't you come on up and fuck me in the ass sometime <laughs> oh. oh sorry what <laughs> Oh, we should. Do, oh, why? Okay, I'm not still a thunder. I just thought of another micro episode topic, and I'm like, why aren't we doing that? But never mind. Sorry. Dis- Send it on is, it just, is it just based on Alaska's uh, yes. portrayal of Mae West in the entirely? Entirely. <laughs> Absolutely. Sorry, I just oh. want to talk Drag Race. I think that's all it is. Oh Jesus! Please not All Stars Eight, because God help me. <laughs> This, this, this could this could be the season that makes me not want to watch Drag Race whoa, anymore. Whoa, whoa, wait wow. just one minute here. Listeners. Oh, I, I hate it so much. Okay. Wow. We need to unpack so this. I know we have a very tight agenda, do we? I don't even know. I kind of vaguely know what we're going to talk about. Well, but Pat's like, hungry. So. Oh, that's right. You're hungry. Okay. So, 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 but real quick. Team Jimbo all the way. Always have been. That's just, that's just a given for me. Oh. Uh, candy can suck a dick i don't like candy i I don't understand and i cannot tell you why because other people i know love her but i do not i just don't and uh also since heidi got kicked out earlier she was my other you know possible i don't i don't like either of them i mean i'm not a big i don't i like yeah i don't like either of them i was team jessica at the end out of the three finals out of the final three i was team jessica Mm. um i would have been fine if she won it yeah yeah, I, I can't. I just don't. I don't why understand. Don't you like why, Jimbo? why are we at a top two? I don't, oh, I that doesn't make Jimbo. sense to me. Why don't you like Jimbo though? What is it about Jimbo? I, I don't. I don't. Um, Jimbo progressively just went more and more downhill for me. I was like, okay, Canada, Canada season one. All right, all right. By the end of that run, I was like, okay, I don't like you. And then UK versus the world. Honestly, the way that they handled themselves in the confrontation with Pangina in the quote unquote reunion in the final episode. Yeah. Oh, fuck that shit. When you sit there and you're like, well, if I wanted to be a bitch, I would talk about your hair and your dress and the fact that you suck and blah, blah, blah. And then like, but I'm not going to say any of that. I was like, go fuck yourself. Like, that's Uh just, I'm not a huge, I'm not a Pangina stand. Like I don't, the whole format says just shit at this point. The show itself. 
thousand percent I don't like what they're doing this season. The top two makes no sense. All of that. All of that. But I, I don't know why. Don't. Well, I'm just I'm glad that there isn't there wasn't a battle back that knocked somebody that was doing well out of the top four going into the final episode in like an all-star six. Yeah. Because Trinity K. Bonet did really well, did not deserve to get knocked out in that final episode before the finale. So I'm glad that didn't happen. But then when they went down to the final four episode, I was like, okay, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna eliminate somebody, whatever. It's not a big deal. And then they sent Alexis home. And I was like, okay, a top three. There's gotta bring somebody back. Yeah. And then there was a top three episode, and they were, I was like, there's no way they're gonna send anybody home. They Same, all did a yeah. good job. Yeah. Whatever. And the fact that they were like, okay, well now you you all are gonna do a group vote. And if there is a tie, like that whole thing. And then Candy not even like Candy did not try during that lip sync. She didn't need. And I'm like, bitch, but you you are going to be the tiebreaker. Your lipstick is getting shown no matter what you do, because you know that Jessica nor Jimbo are voting for themselves. So you know, no matter what, that vote's coming back to you. Why wouldn't you at least try to win that ten thousand dollars? You're gonna have to send somebody home. You're gonna have to pull a lipstick out of your titty. At least win that money. At least make it worth it. Because you know that as soon as you sent Jessica home, you sealed your fate and Jimbo's gonna win. Jimbo was gonna win it from the time that they gave her a fourth fucking win. Yeah, Jimbo's gonna win it. So at least at that point, win another 10 gram. So yeah. I don't know. This whole season is so bizarre. And I don't understand it. It feels like a fever dream. So do you think apparently All Stars Nine? Yeah. Well, All Stars Nine is apparently gonna be no eliminations. Oh, I heard they canceled and, nine. I heard they pulled it. Uh, or I think I don't know if that's gonna. That was just Reddit. I, I read that too, and if that happens, that's a whole other thing. But um, considering one of our dear friends, Divine Grace, posted that she was writing jokes for a local queen going back on All Stars, yeah. and I know which one it is. I mean, who else? Good lord! I mean, come on. Course oh, it's. it's not their first time on All Stars. This is not their second time on All Stars. <laughs> oh, this will be their second time on All Stars. Wait a minute, we're not talking. She, she's gonna, she's gonna make it clear. Oh, really? Well, she's not in. Yep. Oh, interesting. It'll okay. be her third time. I was thinking Ginger was going back, but okay. Oh no, 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 no. Mm. Um, she knows you love her, baby. That's why she's coming back for a third time. <sighs> um. But I don't, I don't know. It just needs a complete overhaul. I want to see people go home, but I don't think that they should be you doing s- it this way. You sound like me talking about regular drag race, though. I love this. <laughs> I listen. I I always say I want bitches to go home. No, about the during overhaul regular thing, season yeah. where it was like like these bitches need to go home in season what was it fourteen where we had an, an entire month where nobody went home. I need bitches to go home. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I anyway. Understand that. <laughs> but let's go from from my sour. <laughs> Luke is going to listen to this episode and be like, "Oh, she on a tangent today, girl." Um, yes. Friend of the pod, Luke always likes to likes to uh, needle me about my my drag race opinions, and I get very I get very fired up even through written text message on uh, Facebook Messenger. So uh, I, I I know that I'll get a message saying, "Ooh." You were on one that day, huh? Um, and now, in, and in related drag race ish news, did you see We're Here is, is coming back for a fourth season with, with a whole new, new set of hosts? That oh, yeah. blew my mind. I was like, 
Whoa. I, I mean, I get one or I, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious wow. the why, you know, Bob is the one that I'm like, okay, well, she was going to be doing the, the Madonna tour. Right. Which is now postponed, but <laughs> I get it. I can understand. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Shangela and the Eureka. Well, Shangela oh, no. had that whole thing about possibly assaulting the whatever. And then they, but I mean that I thought all kind of got ruled out and just, I don't know. But yeah, I was shocked to read that they were going to recast. But I mean, I guess it's kind of like, okay, keep it fresh. You bring in new people. I, I don't know. I don't yes. know. I was surprised. I, I, I mean, the show, did you finish the third season with the Orlando stuff? We talked, we probably talked about it. Like just heart, I'm heart rending. I'm, I'm still, I'm still halfway through season two. I have not even started season three. <gasps> I, I need to, I need to, I can, I have to do it when I can, when I can. Yeah emotionally be okay with just <laughs> losing losing it yeah i know well that i'm telling you that temecula california episode mm-hmm. in the like almost midway through season two that's still the saddest thing that is still the most emotion like the ugliest cry that i ever had and it was a good cry and for the scene that i'm i'm referring to but damn it's an emotionally taxing show because yeah, it is. It's, you know, it, and especially it, as the days go by and the temperature against the LGBTQIA community continues to rise, it's it's a, a very important show. So I'm glad it's coming back, but they need to just stay in Florida seeing... for a whole season because I feel like uh-huh. <laughs> balance between Florida, Tennessee, uh, whatever the other dumb states are, you know, like just bounce among those states because uh, obviously you, they need it the most. I mean, for real though, for real. Uh, but it'll be interesting seeing Sasha Valor in that kind of capacity, um, because there there will be a lot of uh, uh, PSA moments. There'll be a lot of you uh, say your trauma into a mirror, then. Uh, Sasha Valor will pop up behind you and give you a, a gay history lesson. <laughs> they didn't um, announce the new host, did they? Is Sasha? Yeah. Wait. Yes. Oh, I didn't see that. Sasha Valor. It's Sasha Valor, Jada Essence Hall, and Priyanka. Oh, well, fuck yeah, then. Never mind. I, I mean, t- uh, Sasha Valor. I, did I talk about seeing her show recently? Did I talk about that on the show? No. Um, was it Nightgowns or a different show? No. So, Nightgowns, she only does, well, she principally does that in New York. This was. Um, yeah. She came here to Seattle. She did her book tour. Um, I, th- I didn't talk about it. Like that is such a great, it, like like it's the best book tour I've ever seen. Like it's it's not maybe the best version of her drag because it wasn't just her drag. She like had special guests, uh, Kitten and Lou from the burlesque community here. Of everybody knows Kitten and Lou, um, and 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 she did readings from her book. Uh, she's just signing afterwards, got my book signed. She signed it to Leona, all this stuff, you know, but like uh, Leona's my drag persona. Um, but Leona Lewis, is that why she wasn't on season two <laughs> of Queen of the Universe? <laughs> oh my God. Queen of the do, Universe. I should do a Leona number to a Leona song. I hadn't thought about that. That's good. Um, I don't even know any Leona Lewis songs. I probably, maybe I do. I don't know. Um, anyway. Keep in love. You cut me open and I keep bleeding. I keep. I'm gonna. We're gonna get copyright claims on my bad singing. So I'm gonna stop now. Yeah. <laughs> so so anyway, if you get a chance to see Sasha Valor, no matter what she's doing, she is the most inventive. If she's cooking an egg. Go see her. 
Yeah, so she's making no, ice water. She, I knock, see her doing knock Irene out of the way. Oh, jeez, yeah, right. I still haven't seen her live here, but yeah, no, no. Sasha was amazing. I really, I am very excited by hearing that she's doing that. Uh, Jada, yeah, that's, that's great. And Priyanka, oh my god, Priyanka's fantastic. So yes, I'm. I, I was a little concerned when they said they're going to re- recast, but now, just like Doctor Who, it's it's we, we begin again. It's a it's a whole new show. Hooray! There you go. Well, all right. Now that we've taken up a good chunk of time <laughs> talking about everything that we were we're going to be talking about in this episode, um, it actually all ties in. I mean, honestly, even though even when I have strong opinions about drag race and i have strong opinions about a lot of media sometimes i don't always share them on this podcast because i don't want to get yelled at by people on the internet you don't want to get yelled at Um, by people on the internet why are you on the internet i mean true true because i'm an internet voyeur i like to i like to watch what people are doing and then get mad about it in my own in my own home It's what it's most of what I do in my life, but uh, but media media can be a source of comfort. It can be something that uh, drives us up a wall. We all know that I love to hate watch certain things, uh, and by love, that's a very strong and interesting choice of words by me. But uh, I we had a lot of content that came out of me hate watching Gotham. Um, <laughs> oh God. Oh, I was like, wait a minute, who who just recently referenced my my hate watching? It was Joel in our last episode. Joel, uh, friend of the pod, Joel, Eric, and I did our last roundup episode, and uh, he had he had talked about uh, not hate watching something like I did with Gotham, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember when that happened. Uh, but every so often, we find media that just brings us joy and no matter when it is no matter what's going on they are just an evergreen source of comfort and joy for for us in our lives so i think that was a a, a, a it was an unintended but a good segue and um when we come back from this quick break we will talk about the things that bring evergreen joy into our lives Dear listeners, we thank you so much for listening to us and being a member of our little Flame On family. And uh, we hope that you have taken a minute to not only subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app, uh, not Stitcher for much longer, but I'm sure there's some other ones that you can you can join and favorite and follow us on. Uh, you can leave us a five-star rating and review. And uh, while you're at it, check out our website at flameonshow.com. From there, you can link to all of our social media. You can message us directly. Check out our Twitch channels when we're active on Twitch, which hasn't been a lot lately. But hey, the links are there. You can still follow us. And uh, yeah, there's just a lot of great stuff there. A link to our Threadless shop, as well as a link to our Patreon, where you can uh, go and become a member of our Patreon family. And join at any one of the four levels that we have there with uh, additional perks and bonuses for you to uh, to be able to enjoy while supporting our little show here. So we thank you again for your support and uh, check us out flameonshow.com and patreon.com forward slash flame on show. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss all right let's get into some evergreen joyful heartwarming comforting media bj you were the one that brought this topic up and honestly when i when i saw it i was like okay i really do like this topic um because there are some things that really i could go to no matter when and just find comfort and and find a little uh a little respite from the world. So I'm going to throw it over to you to kick us off with, uh, I think we'll do what, like two a piece, I think is a good, uh, a good thing because honestly, I, I struggle sometimes to find more than that because like life, my love for certain things wanes and, and waxes. I don't know. Those are two opposites ebbs and flows. So uh, let's kick it off with uh, the first one. What is your first evergreen piece of media that brings you joy. Uh, when you had sent this topic, I was like, I was like, what? I was, I, I just got done doing a, I had managed to not doom scroll for like an entire month. And so I was literally at work today and there was a break. And I am, and instead of going shopping on Amazon prime day, like I usually do, um, I was like, I was doom scrolling and then I realized I'm like, I need a break. What, what can I watch? What can I do to kind of like give myself some good vibes? Um, and I, when I pitched the idea to you, I was actually knee deep a long time ago when YouTube first started, um, they did not have a save function for your, they didn't have a favorite section. The moment they created a favorite section, I literally went through a notebook of all my old favorite videos from YouTube. And like some of these are, I'm looking at the, actually when I favorited these, some of these are like 20 years ago, um, 15 years ago. But I have a top three uh, music videos on YouTube that I watch. And one of them is uh, by a woman named Jillian Meyer. And it's a song called I Am Your Grandma. And it's a few, it's a message to this woman's future grandchild. And the video gets weirder and weirder. And it is quite literally a minute long. And it is just, and it, it just abruptly ends with her just like sitting there like, yeah, 
I'm your grandma. Um, and then the other one was uh, Poop Noodle by Wendy Ho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Uh, do you know that one? Uh, do, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. I can't hear that and not think of Michael O'Quinn randomly singing that at Stonewall at Barioke. And I swear to God, there is a guy that sings um, Olita Adams' Get Here. At, at Barioke here in Chicago every so often. And anytime he does, all I can think about is Wendy Ho's <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> so yes, yes, I know I, I know of the poop noodle. I do. <laughs> that one, I don't know why. And even even when it's it doesn't even make me laugh out loud. I just it's one it was one of the first parody music videos I ever watched in my life on YouTube. And I was like, this is brilliant. And that was one of the videos that made me immediately go looking from par- like parody parody songs other than Weird Al. I was just like completely en- enraptured um, with finding every parody. And even Weird Al himself was like, everybody can do parody songs now. Anybody with the internet, anybody with a camera can do parody songs in about the imagination. So when he did his last album, he's like, I just strive to do the most clever and the coolest ones, but he more or less retired um, from putting out new albums because of like the fact that YouTube exists with all of in all of its like insane glory. So that one was really good. I am your grandma always makes me burst out laughing. I love showing it to people and seeing their reactions. I will definitely post it on our Facebook page uh, tonight after this episode. We record this episode, it's the 12th. Um, So it'll be up before this episode is posted. Uh, And then finally, one of my early, early, early music videos um, is, uh, it's, oh my God, where did it go? Where did you go? It's by an artist named Cassius. Um, It's called The Sound of Violence. And it is, it is a when I tell you it is a early early music video with like early CG, but it is it is the music video itself. The visuals essentially are the Apple visualizer on cocaine. Um, it starts off it starts off like it's like a still motion camera shots, and then it goes into some CG insanity. But it is very groovy. I about cried when I found it on Spotify on a road trip and I listened to every remix of it. And it was, but it it was the very, very, very first music video I ever watched on YouTube. And I still have it saved in my favorites folder. And just like, so, so all in all it's YouTube because I was there during its inception, but you, there's those three videos will never, if like, if, if I found out they were leaving, tomorrow i would be hassling my roommate and i would be like shaking down everybody i know so i could rip those suckers from youtube and like put them on a vhs tape i don't care i will make sure i have those three pieces of media for the rest of my life pretty sure there's online sites that you can go to download those videos oh yeah most likely i just you know don't trust myself downloading weird weird software Well, I was going to say, I mean, like, you got to be careful. Don't click any of the pop-ups, but (laughs) I mean, I've I've had to pull audio from YouTube for 
drag queens before so i i know that some of that that should exist so no that's awesome so i i yeah i could see how those would be uh perennial uh evergreen bits of joy for you so very nice very nice brian what is uh what's your first evergreen source of comfort and joy in in the world of media so i totally misunderstood this assignment uh <laughs> well, media can mean so many things. And so I'm going to take the broadest definition, I think, because, uh, well, yeah, I did. But I will start with one that as BJ was explaining his little nuggets of, uh, of, of visual audio joy, I was like, oh, my God, well, of course, it's got to be uh, seagulls. Um, so if you have not seen, what is it, the Lip Read, what's that website or where the? Adlipreading.com. Oh, my God. Like is yeah. it, it yours is a bad lip reading video yeah yeah bad lip <laughs> bad lip reading um there is uh, this is years ago too um there is a, a segment uh or sort of short music video cut up from uh mostly empire strikes back and specifically with yoda and luke uh and on dagobah and it is set to this ridiculous song that they wrote about how uh seagulls are are bothering yoda and he he is he is moving around trying to explain how annoying they are and and luke is very dismissive because of course he is fucking luke skywalker right uh and and being a a dick to yoda and that song is it has to be of all of the things like that little treasure that i would i would download i would possibly even like tattoo a line from it because it's oh my god no it's just such a dumb little like little thing that he's but i but it, but it makes me laugh like i have i have had days at work where um i'm sitting there i'm dealing with bullshit which is 99 percent working for the government is dealing with bullshit and uh you just i need a little hit and i pull that video up on youtube and it makes me laugh and i'm a little better so i think based on the original criteria as bj was explaining it, i feel like that's the uh that's that's got to be it. But I will also expand this now to more uh, involved and interactive because we've talked a bit on the show about our uh, mutual appreciation for Legend of Zelda. Um, and so hopefully, Pat, I'm not stealing one of yours. Um, oh, you're good. You're good. Okay, good. Uh, playing any Zelda game, I don't care if it's the shittiest of uh, old school Zeldas that were really just not the best let's say uh of the second one uh what, what was the was second one say, called do, do not include uh oh, link's quest n- uh no legend of zelda 2 electric Boogaloo. no it's zelda 2 links not only oh, then the adventure of link uh adventure yeah of link. i was gonna yeah. say is that is that your feel good thing no that is because okay. <laughs> i was there about parts, to say you should you should feel bad there are parts of me that do <laughs> love that game a little bit but in like the most perverse of the zelda ways like <laughs> like it's bad it's objectively bad it's like that's, if you, your, that's your that's your piece of piece of media that make you feel bad yeah it, it makes me feel no but it, it does make me feel good so zelda in the general like link in general all of the things that are in a zelda game and specifically most recently i have obviously like i know pat as well and bj i don't know if you're playing zelda tears of the kingdom but it, it is a game that just um, 
it, it, it's soothing in so many ways that I, I have to mention it. I have to put that up there. And, and, and I, and I hope that that continues on into the, to the time I am in the grave that Zelda will keep coming out every half decade or so right. <laughs> with a little gym. What? You know, you know what I'm going to ask you. And I asked Pat this and he refused to answer the question. Oh, did you make a penis? In no, no. Pierce you asked Kingdom. me this. I didn't know. I didn't make. No, I don't sully this little <laughs> moment of joy with such dumb. I mean, listen. The the kids these the kids these days. As I get up on my old, my little box here, they can do whatever they want for the the tickety talks and and the, and, the, and the lols and whatever else they do. I don't care. That's fine. I'm glad that exists. I am thrilled that my nephew. <laughs> Could, should he so desire although we did play a lot of zelda tears of the kingdom when i was seeing uh him and the family recently I, if he wants to do that uh, more power to him i that's fine <laughs> but but i get such nice like relaxing joy out of just oh look there's a shrine over there and and then as a true person with adhds heading to this shrine i go wait a minute that's a dragon. I could actually ride that dragon. I'm going to do that now instead. Oh, wait, no, there's this person who needs my help. I'm going to stop and talk. Wait a minute. Hold on. I supposed to be doing the shrine over here, but now I'm doing this. Oh, wait, now I'm falling. I'm falling <laughs> into the depths and oh my God, I'm, I'm absolutely having like this Lynchian horror moment in the pitch blackness of the depths, but all of that in a package of just, just, it, it makes me happy. And, and I think Zelda over the years has had different versions of that to be sure. But um, it, it's always uh, when a new Zelda is coming out, when a, when a, when a, it, there's a time period that I'm like excited for it. And then I'm really into it. And then I kind of forget about it. Cause I'm really busy with life and I just kind of put it away. And then I come back to it and I'm excited about it again. And I'm like, why did I beat this game? And then I put it away again. And I don't beat it. But like, that's still that cycle of, of Zelda for me is, is, is like a part of my, my life. It, you know, it has been since 1985 when the first one came out and I got the gold cartridge on the NES and, and, and yeah. So, I mean, I can't not mention that uh, as one of my, uh, my little, whatever's where, what are you calling these? What the one ups for life? I don't know. The, uh, <laughs> the Good golden vibes. apples uh yeah give me vibes whatever uh and then of course i i would be remiss if i didn't say doctor who because of course uh, doctor who is another part of my life that i hope will continue on for my lifetime and then and then some uh like you know every few years you get a new doctor everything changes it's all great or you get a new doctor everything changes and it's kind of boring and sucks for a few years but then you get a new doctor and it's better again uh which is kind of where we're at right now so i'm very very, uh, you know, a long time and a short time. Anyone who's listened to the show and heard me talk for about Doctor Who for more than two seconds knows that's that's pretty much. So I got my I got my uh, my momentary little gem of seagulls, which we'll have to link on the Facebook page now because <laughs> many people have probably forgotten, and that's that's unacceptable. Uh, and then of course Zelda and Doctor Who. So yeah, there you go. There's my um, those are my vibey the things that give me life that that stuff. <laughs> evergreen pieces of media that bring you you comfort Uh, and joy comfort and joy (laughs) (laughs) oh is it christmas already so so i am i'm so i'm playing legend of zelda but i'm playing breath of the wild because i got stuck on the stupid stealth i don't do stealth missions i hate stealth missions in any video game 
more. Oh, you in the Yiga, you're in the Yiga clan hideout. I I'm all, so I, I completely forgot the story and everything. So I restarted the game and I'm almost, I'm literally almost back to where I was with all the same gear and everything. And I'm just like, all right, this time I have like the stealth gear and, and the stealth potions, all of that shit ready. But like, that's where that's where I stop. So I'm waiting. I'm trying to beat Breath of the Wild before I start playing Tears of the Kingdom. That's a choice. <laughs> I, I I hadn't played it in years, and yeah, it's fine. Although oddly enough, I think that I think that the final battle turned me into a slight furry. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what this, I don't know what this game is. I don't know Wait what's going minute. on here. The final battle of Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom? Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, well, I'm not even, I'm not even there yet. So, all right. I just did the, I just did the floating Coliseum with five Lynels in a row. Oh. And I'm, I'm so mad. I'm so mad about it because I broke my fierce deity sword. I broke another weapon that I didn't want to break. And I was like, oh. I don't know how to get these things back. I could probably go into the depths and go to a bargainer statue and buy a new one. But I hate that they have that because it makes me hoard dumb weapon. My so we're just gonna talk <laughs> Zelda some more. So I had a bunch of rubies, right? And I was gonna sell them or I was gonna do something. I was like, yeah, hang on, whatever. I give my switch to my nephew for like uh, ten minutes, and I'm like, hey, will you help me? I'm trying to, you know, we're trying to do stuff together. That was really the thing. But I was like, hey, can you help me get on the dragon? I want to, I want to see the dragon. Da, 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 one of the dragons. And he so takes it. And, out the dragon? No, but like makes, and it's so, so better than that. But that would have been funny and horrifying. He starts putting rubies on my shields and my weapons. And I'm like, but, but, wait, no, don't do that. <laughs> But I, then I was like, oh, cool, that that does the fireball. And then the shield gives you a little warmth so you don't get you know, you know all that. So great. But then uh, I use the swords and guess what? They break. And then I'm like, oh, now there goes my ruby. And it was for something stupid. So moral <laughs> of the story is these games are amazing treasures and I enjoy them forever. But especially this one, the new one, I, I just tr- I hoard those weapons and and some of the shields and some of the other stuff. I just don't want to get them ruined. I don't want to lose them. I don't. Uh, it's yeah. That's, Listen, that's just wait till you go. <laughs> wait till you go to fight Ganon, and he fucking breaks every fucking shield you own because that bitch is super fucking powerful. And I broke almost every shield in my inventory. The Hylian shield break. was the only one I did not break. That's devastating. It was. But the Master Sword doesn't lose energy, so you don't have to worry about that. Like, yeah. so you can use your Master Sword at all times. But, um, yeah, there's a s- third phase to the final battle, and um, it awakens something within me that I want to now uh, cosplay. That no. <laughs> oh, when I beat this, oh my god, I can't wait. It's not. It's not Bara uh, Ganondorf. It's not Daddy Ganon. It's oh. there's another piece to it that I was like, "Ooh, that would look good on my head." Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I finished the game. I mean, well, I finished the storyline. Yeah. I'm fifty. Cheshire fifty three percent complete in this game. I still have approximately 
60 or so side quests. I still have about 25 more shrines to get through. I have a shit ton of armor pieces to get. I am not even a tenth of the way through Korok seeds. <laughs> I think I only have, I think I've only collected 80, 80 or 90 Korok seeds out of a thousand. <laughs> um, I will not, I, I'm not a, I'm not a, a, a hundred percenter on these games, but I do like to get all this stuff. I do want to find all the shrines. I will say that I love my Gliok paraglider. Um, that design that it's a stupid little thing that they've added into the game, but some of these paraglider patterns are really cute. And um, if you take pictures of the monsters and you take them to the dye shop in Hateno village, he will make paraglider fabric based off of the enemies that you show him pictures of. And I took a picture of the flame Gliok and I got a lovely red paraglider sail with uh, like this black outline of the Gliok on it. It's rather snazzy, hmm. but I uh, I need to figure out how to get really high up. I finally made a hover bike. I finally made the Green Goblin hover bike <laughs> because I was trying to get to a high up island. And the the funny part is, if too much is going on on the screen, or you flip, or you go into a space where the game can't process, it triggers a blood moon. Oh, so I was really? like. I'm flying high, flying high, flying high, flying high. All of a sudden, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon and a blood moon spawns. And I'm back on the island I started on. It's ridiculous. Weird. Yeah, but the Kingliocks are on super high islands. Like, super high islands in the sky. Um, and I need, to, I need to go take a picture of one and probably fight one. It'd probably be good to do that. But I had a hell of a time fighting the Gliok, the fire Gliok. I did not. I tried fighting an ice gliok once, and did not fare very well. Um, and then finally came back the second time around with a savage Lionel bow, like one of the really good the fifty the fifty damage Lionel five shot bows. That flame gliok stood no chance against me at that point. <laughs> five arrows with key size on them, three heads, fifty damage. <laughs> and now I've got my fierce deity armor, bitch. I can take this shit down, no problem. But five Lionels in a row is still really fucking crazy. Wow. But I have Majora's Mask now, so... Ooh. Can't nobody say shit to me. I'm walking around there with a fucking pointy-ass mask on. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> um, so I thought we were going to do these in rounds, so I, I wasn't sure. So I, I'm before I go, BJ, I want to throw it back to you. Did you have any other like evergreen media that, that brings you comfort aside from those videos? Or was that... Yeah, I, I wanted to make sure that we round out any uh, of your top, any of your contributions before I give mine. Um, in a broad sense, uh, also it's uh, it's and usually uh, it's music, video games, rhythm games. I will become addicted to a rhythm game, even if I'm like, st if I'm like, ugh, that looks stupid. Um, when I tell you, I practically danced along with space channel five on the oh, Sega dreamcast and then when i found out i could get the they released a bundle of it was space channel five one and then the space channel five part two on ps2 i thought i was gonna cry um like space channel five parappa the rapper um jammer lammy um frequency amplitude uh current one i'm playing hi-fi rush if the it, if there's at least like five or six songs 
in the game that I vibe with. I honestly, if they were if they were to release Space Channel Five on the Switch or anything, I'm buying it on everything. I don't care. Uh, like Parappa the Rapper, they put that on Switch, they put that on Steam. I'm buying it. it like I will. Those rhythm games are some of the games that I will always want to play, and that is the only reason I still have frequency and amplitude for the PS2, and I don't have a PS2. <laughs> like I haven't been able to play those games for years and they're sitting at the bottom of a box in my closet. Um so, Did you ever play Busta Groove? Yes. Busta Groove Ham's song will always be my my number one jam, the very very good song. Um yeah, I've uh, I've played almost every Res uh is a really good fun uh, game to just kind of zone out with. Um my uh, old roommates, they had kind of a cracked copy of Beat Saber, so it had, like, all sorts of extra songs. It had the entire soundtrack to Steven Universe, the movie, and they were like, what movie is this from? And I, because they never watched Steven Universe. Um, so, yeah, every rhythm games, I will always, they will always take me out of a bad mood. Uh, they will always have, like, they will always bring joy to my heart forever. Love it. Uh, Buster Group takes me back to like <laughs> when I first like when when my mom and my stepdad got together. Um, my younger stepsister and I are a year apart, and I think she had the game. And uh, looking back, I'm like I think that's where her. Well, that was one of, part of the reason why her nickname was Shorty. But the character like we played that game <laughs> all the time, all the time. Uh, but the other ones, the, the Space Channel Five, Parappa the Rapper. Oh God, that's mm-hmm. that take that that takes me back to a different life at this point. But awesome! All right, well, I will round us out with um, some of what I'm going to talk about. Obviously, obviously, uh, one of the things that I'm going to bring up is music related. Uh, I think that would shock no one on this panel, but. Um, <sighs> Music for me, there is, I don't know if I, it's tough to put this in the category of evergreen for me, because one, it's still relatively new. It's only a couple of years old at this point, but in that time it's been evergreen. Um, And music for me, there, there are things that I will just not listen to, not because I don't want to, or not because I don't like it at the time. It's just that I kind of, there's so much music to consume and I've been putting together a playlist of kind of songs to get to know me by, which is a very odd mix of music. Uh, as I listen to it, I love the playlist because it's songs to get to know me by. So <laughs> these are all things that hold a, a special place in my heart um, and have memories and stories attached to them. Like, um, where can you go from Sophie B. Hawkins' Lose Your Way to the Carter's Ape Shit in a, in a random, you know, when you put the playlist on random? Um, like, it's, it's kind of ridiculous, but it's made me really kind of put together, like, this, this musical journey of, of memories. But there's one album that no matter what is going on, no matter what feeling I'm having, that I put on and it just... I it soothes me, it calms me. It's just, and it's probably the the sadder of the sister albums. Uh, but those who know me, I like me some sad music. But Taylor Swift's folklore, for me, 
is just an amazing collection of music where I rarely, if ever, skip any of the songs. And I'm able to just put it on and and be calm. Um, came out in 2020 was a, just a, hey, by the way, I'm putting out an album tonight. See you at midnight. And <laughs> when I started my first sales job here in Chicago, it was the height of the pandemic. It was, you know, late August 2020 and being stressed out about one, having to drive to play, drive all over the place in a, in a state and city and suburbs that I didn't know. And just not having that confidence of like, okay, I can do this. I would literally just put that on and, and drive around. I listened to that so much. Um, you know, it was my top played album. Most of my top songs were from that album and it still has that effect on me. So while there are a lot, there's a lot of music that is um, perpetually joyful or, or kind of that place where I want to be, I, I would have to say folklore is kind of the top, top of the list for, for me right now. Um, may get knocked to a second place by another album at some point, but I, I would have to say if I'm talking evergreen, that right now tops it for me. And then um, I I had not really I had not thought to bring this up until BJ was talking about his YouTube clips, and there are two sets of YouTube clips, and there are multiple for each one. So there's a little series. One is one only has a couple of, of clips to watch, and one has a, a few more. But first one I will bring up is from Robot Chicken, <laughs> from the the. Uh, is it Cartoon Network? Was it comedy? It was a uh, Robot Chicken, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, adult, adult Swim, swim. yeah. Uh, the Adult Swim, yeah, from their their Adult Swim lineup. But that was all Cartoon Network. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what I'm about to say, I would just like to preface it by saying, dun, 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 "Bitch pudding." <laughs> there are, I believe, three <laughs> bitch pudding like episodes that originally came out. And then she came back a couple of times and, and played bigger parts. It was a bitch putting uh, robot chicken special. Yeah. And it, it seemed like it got a little bit less, like, it seemed a little forced towards the end of the run when they inevitably killed off uh, bitch pudding. But uh, the first couple of bitch pudding, like the original bitch pudding episodes from robot chicken or the, the clips, I should say, are. I don't care what's going on. I will laugh my ass off at them. I will recite them. I will mouth the words along with the video as it goes. And it just brings me so much joy. Um, they are raunchy and ridiculous and maybe a little problematic in some ways. <laughs> um, so watch at your own discretion. But uh, but they are they are a thing that that bring me joy every time I watch them. The other is Elaine Carroll as Mary Kate in the Very Mary Kate web series. <laughs> Fat Professor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go out on a branch. Oh, the branch broke. <laughs> so much time wasted. <laughs> I was going to say the presentation episodes <laughs> are everything. 
Presentation um, 2, I think, is still by far my favorite of all of them. The Louisiana Purchase is... Oh, <laughs> uh, like... I the state flag is Gucci. I mean, honestly, there are so many little bits and pieces. And there are so many episodes. I don't even know how many episodes there are at this point. And then she brought it back in 2020 and has done a couple of episodes since, like, you know, in the past couple of years. It is just it is it is gold. It is absolutely just everything. And I love it. And if you haven't watched Very Mary Kate, I highly recommend that you go to YouTube and you watch it. So I think um, I think all three of us should go to the Flame on Facebook page and post at least one of uh, of each of the YouTube esque videos. Uh, I'll, I'll post a a bitch pudding and a a very Mary Kate episode. And uh, Brian, I'll I'll challenge you to post seagulls and then BJ. <laughs> I, I prefer poop noodle, but post any of the ones that you that you uh, that you mentioned. And uh, and dear listeners, we want to hear what are some evergreen pieces of media for you? What are the things that are comfort, are joy, are the things that make you happy whenever you need that little boost of serotonin? So, boys, I appreciate your your input, your conversation, your chatter. Um, but I think it's time for us to go. And we'll be back in two weeks with more Flame on goodness. We'll have another uh, podcast roundup episode. But until then, bye, bitches. Bye. Bye-bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. Mm. 